Today on the podcast, I talk to Lieutenant Commander Morgan Mogsey Long. He is the product owner of My Navy, which is the Royal Navy's people management software where you can manage your career, stay up to date with appraisals, courses, objectives, job opportunities, all that sort of thing. He's been in the Navy for 18 years, so we discuss all the challenges of managing people who've got a lengthy career in one organisation and how you can upskill them and move your organisation through digital transformation. The Royal Navy's an organisation which has been around for quite a few centuries, so it's interesting to hear the journey that they've been on, where they are, and where they're going to be going. Enough of my intro, here's my chat with Moxie. Enjoy. The stated aim for the Royal Navy is to be a fully digital organisation by 2030. That seems like a big ask, maybe, for such a a large organisation, but what does this mean for you and the business? Um, well, I, I think it, it's, it, it means really, you know, you can consider the Navy's got a, a long, um, fairly prestigious history, you know, ranging back to, you know, all the way back to the 1200s. Uh, and we, you know, over the last sort of 100 years have been through a, a transformational journey of, of, of from, you know, uh, initially lots of metal, lots of steel, lots of ships, um, some sort of communication systems, some networks, some uh, digital uh, iterative transformation stuff that's gone on with it. But um, as as the rest of the world has over over the last sort of 20, 30 years, that's really, uh, you know, catalyzed moving us forward. Um, so the Navy, you know, when we look at it, we look at some of the, some of the outputs around, you know, um, pushing um you know, power forward um, for uh, for overseas territories and the likes. Uh, we're talking about you know on you know on the sea presence, uh, and therefore we're talking about ships uh, and submarines. Uh, and as you as as you can imagine, we're we're quite good at moving forward technologically with um, different sensors, different arrays, different uh, weapon systems, different uh, technologies. Uh, we're pushing hard on Type Twenty Six frigates um, uh, coming out in, in the in the near future, and others which. Will enable us to have greater technologies. I think the difficulty we've got is 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 that will that will push us forward from a process perspective as well to join them. I think the biggest challenge we've got is is how do we bring the people on that journey with with us, and how do we transform our people to become uh, more sort of technologically savvy, more data driven, uh, better upskilled in in some of those areas. I've asked this question of other people who are going through similar things in their organisations, but. Was there kind of an inciting incident? Was there a moment that drove you to make this change? So the sudden realisation of the need to go digital? I don't think there was a specific incident. I think if you look at, um, you know, uh, current current world affairs, um, uh, which I won't go into uh, uh, too much in the podcast, but, you know, we, we know that there are, um, you know, external threats uh, across the globe, which have, um, cho- uh, have chosen to look at um, more, invasive uh, technological advances around cyber and, and cybersecurity that goes with it and and, and some um, you know attacks that are widely known uh, in in the media ultimately i think that has driven us particularly in the last sort of uh, i mean i'm i'm pushing 19 years now in the navy in my time uh, we've gone from not really you know first ships i served on we didn't really think about anything digital or transformationally from a technology perspective apart from weapon systems and sensors whereas you know we're in a very different space now where we're we're looking at that hybrid warfare um, side of things rather than just peer on peer aggressor which is is far less um, nowadays an organization that's as uh, established as the navy um, what can it offer that other industries can't in terms of digital upskilling? It's obviously one of these rare um, employers that offers kind of long-term prospects and, and a stable job. But how, in terms of upskilling, reskilling, and the skills agenda, what what can the defence industry offer? 
I think I'll ask that in two two sections. One, which is around how we invest in our people. Um, so, you know, we're talking to digital transformation in the wide at the moment. You know, if I go back to US aircraft pilot, um, John Boyd, who, who famously sort of drove, you know, people, processes and technology in that order. Um, and I think, you know, the Navy is getting after that. Uh, we are we are really trying to uh, embrace, uh, you know, we know that new technologies are coming. We know that the processes and, and, and the working um, sort of mechanisms will come with that. What, what we are heavily investing in at the moment and, and trying to get is, is how do our people understand data more? Example, I mean, you know, to give you an example, the first time I served on a ship, you know, we were recording some information on spreadsheets, and ultimately, at the end of that operation, we might push that spreadsheet into a post-operational report. We're in a position, at, you know, nowadays where we are absorbing data from a multitude of sources, whether that's aircraft data, whether that's engineering data and sensors within um, our, our um, you know, steel hulls, or all the way through to, you know, some, some of the more really technologically advanced um, sensor arrays and data exploration um, that we're doing in conjunction with, you know, known quantity data, so, so big data, really, and, and how we're plugging into that um, to provide insights into the future. So we provide a, a unique opportunity, I think, in, in um, or, or the or defense does uh, in, in that. I, if you are a data scientist interested in crunching data and building models and um, providing um, insights that will, you know, change the tide of potentially, you know, wars, potentially conflicts, or, you know, change the tide in in how we are approaching new um, aircraft carriers of the future, then the Navy provides an opportunity which which you just don't get in industry at the moment. We don't have access to that. The same thing as I believe that um, myself as a product owner, you know, my background uh, wasn't in digital. I didn't do a degree in, in you know, in, in software development or anything with it. It's very much been a sort of labor of love, which I've matured over over the past, you know, eight years in, in specifically, but really started to be utilized as an individual over the last five. And that for me provides me with a fantastic opportunity. So running teams of software developers that are, are getting after you know, some of the problem sets that we have in, in, in defense around security. And I know that industry have obviously problems with security or um, issues around how do we integrate our people data with effectively readiness data moving forward? And how can those models then drive effective decision-making from our seniors? And again, I think that's something that the Navy is quite unique in, or, or the defense as a, rather than the Navy is quite unique in providing that opportunity. I mean, plus the fact that if you, if you are joining um, the Navy specifically, you know, you're not joining just to do a nine to five, you know, I'm a data analyst or I'm a front end software developer. You're joining it because you want, you know, the ability to go and see the world. You want the ability to put those skill sets into practice um, on the open seas or, or, you know, in foreign um, bases that we've got, you know, uh, uh, dotted around uh, around the globe and be able to do that in a different environment than you know, working out of London or Manchester or Birmingham or any of the cities, you know, specifically um, sat at a desk doing that. We provide something that's a little bit unique on top of that. That said, obviously, you know, that comes with some of the negatives that goes with it, i.e. we are not employing or paying a front-end software developer the same as you, as, as you would do in industry because we are providing people with a purpose um, towards, you know, the output of the, the output and defence of the country and the, the Navy's, you know, key themes. So I guess the makeup of your workforce is, well, I, I can't, I'm not sure about the split so much, but like any business uh, or any organization, you would have kind of 
employees, possibly gig economy workers, not that you would probably use that phrase when it comes to the Royal Navy, but uh, you certainly use digital contractors. Um, so I guess my final question is how how does that work and what's the importance of digital contractors to the Navy then? Um, so they're absolutely integral. So we, we at the moment across the fence don't have a digital profession. So we don't we don't pull people apart from the cyber um, apart from the cyber domain, which is, is slightly different. But we aren't we aren't looking for front end software developers from from industry or from university to bring in purely just to provide that context. So we end up having sort of a three tiered approach. We've got um, you know across the whole defence army, navy, air force, civil servants, uh, auxiliary, all of them. We have a sort of mantra of trying to bring the baseline understanding of what data is, what digital services are, what kinds of tooling is available to improve and optimize your workflows. So that's sort of across the board completely. We then end up in a position where people like myself have been done some initial sort of self-directed development um, and then have been identified as somebody who who has some talent in this area and therefore has been allowed to continue to progress up through that. So so I'm a bit, you know, I'm a T-shaped person. So my core trade is, is still medical. Um, you know, I started life as a frontline trauma medic with the Marines, you know, out in lots of sandy places, you know, 15, 20 years ago. And I find myself now very much with a secondary skill set that is being exploited very correctly by the Navy. But you take all of that and you say, even if you can grow internal talent to be product owners, delivery managers, uh, data engineers, front-end software developers, application developers, you, you are still going to require the specialist skills that only exist in industry because, you know, a 20-year experienced uh, content designer, it, it, you know, is not going to be the same as somebody who has, has grown a secondary skill set on top of their own for it. So it's absolutely integral uh, for, for us moving forward. And it goes both ways. You know, uh, I have a particularly strong relationship with Great State as a partner. They support the My Navy and the My RAF app and, and, and the contractors um, uh, within my team of 18 work seamlessly um, with the military and the civil servant people that they interact with. What does that do? It provides me with a wealth of experience from industry for how mobile application development should move forward rather than relying on um, you know, purely people in uniform to, to, to try and you know, guess what that industry standard and best practice should be. Um, but it only works in it only works in harmony. I've I've seen it many times where you've had very strong, heavy civil servant military teams with maybe two contracted SMEs, and therefore it, it, it you know it hasn't particularly worked very well. It's as it's being driven too much by uh, the business need rather than the user need and and the people. I've seen it other times where you've had. Uh, you know, a, a group of um, purely contractors with very little military or civil servant or, or direction piece. And of course, they're going down the route of best practice for industry, which isn't necessary, necessarily um, best practice to dovetail into the military organization. So it, it needs to be a blended option. Uh, and, I, and I think, um, you know, in most of the areas that I deal with, we've, we've got that right. Sounds like it's working. Moxie, thanks so much for uh, talking to Unleashcast today. And um I'll speak to you very soon. Good to get a bit of an insight into how it how it works in the Royal Navy. Thank you. Fantastic. Cheers.